Well, good evening, and thanks to each and every one of you for coming out this evening to be a part of our cantata. Uh, tonight you're going to see an interesting production. We're going to be reenacting a radio sta station, reenacting what may have happened in Bethlehem. I know you're going to enjoy it. It's a wonderful story, a powerful message. I know you'll enjoy being here and being a part of it. Uh, whenever you leave uh, this evening, after we're finished, uh, we have a bag of candy that will be given to each one of you. There'll be someone at each door that'll be passing that out just as thanking you uh, for coming out and being a part of the program. So I'm going to go ahead and say a word of prayer, and then the program will begin. Our Father in heaven, Lord, we thank you, uh, Lord, for this opportunity. We thank you for this privilege. Lord, I thank you for each choir member, Lord, that has uh, taken the time to practice, and Lord, to, to come to rehearsals, and Lord, to remember their parts, and uh, Lord, that have applied themselves. Lord, I thank you that you have given us the, this ability, uh, Lord, to be able to minister, uh, Lord, in song and in program. And so, Father, Lord, tonight, as we go through this uh, cantata, Father, I pray that you will use the message of the song. Father, I pray... Uh, that the message of this program will speak to the hearts of people. And, Father, uh, Lord, I pray that we'll enjoy the program. But, Father, most of all, I pray, to Lord, that we will see clearly the true message of the fact that you gave your son as a gift to us, Father, I pray. Thank you for your goodness. Bless now, and we'll praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. Hurry, hurry, we're on the air in three minutes. Uh, come on, come on, everybody, everybody get in place. Come on, hurry. Uh, let's, let's see, come on. Uh, play a little music, uh, uh, something, you know, uh, get us in the Christmas spirit, you know, something really warm and touchy-feely. Uh, now remember, people, this is radio station W-A-R-M. So don't be a cold fish, okay? You know, we need to put some feeling into it, and that's in order. Now, everybody stand up. We're going to be in the air in five seconds. In five, four, three, two, one. We're on the air. Hit it. This is WARM 88.5 FM.
Well, thank you for tuning in tonight and making us a part of your holiday tradition. It's the eve of December 23rd. Christmas is almost here. So sit back, get comfortable, and sing along with us as we remember that very special night so long, long ago. wouldn't be Christmas with our children, so now the kids' choir is coming to sing The Animals Around the Manger. <laughs> now be sure to use your imagination, and you may even hear some talking animals tonight.
Well, thank you, Kids Choir. I've been volunteering to do this program for the last 25 years, and I do believe that you just heard the best children's choir we've ever had. That was a great job, kids. Well, I know and you know that animals really can't talk, but what if they could? What if animals had been able to tell the story? This evening, for our broadcast, let's allow our imaginations to wander back to a night more than 2,000 years ago. What might they have said if the donkey, the cow, the sheep, and the dove had been able to tell the story of the lowly stable strewn with hay? Mm, I never saw a human so worried as that lady. Mm. Bad night it was for her. But donkey, you should know how far she came for you came that far yourself. How long were you on the road with that sad-faced man and that weary mother? Don't bother me. I'm eating. Hee-haw! Pooh, I'm so glad I'm only a bird. Sitting in my nest and singing to my brood is so much sweeter than traveling miles and miles to a strange city far from home. Listen here, dovey. You don't know the half of it. It's a rough road between here and Nazareth, where Joseph and Mary set out the... Those are their names. Joseph, he's a good man, a carpenter. He smells of sawdust most days. But he's kind to me, been kind to Mary too. She was a spouse to him when news came of the baby. Espoused? Is that good or is that bad? Hee-haw, silly sheep. Espoused means she was to be his wife, and so she is. Now that he's taken her, they's go back home once the taxes are paid to Caesar the Gusty. He's the reason why they had to come here. Did you say the Gusty? Uh-huh. They call him Augustus, but if you ever heard him speak, you know it should be the Gusty. <laughs> Hee-haw! <laughs> but I don't know how they'll pay anything to anyone. Dirt poor they are. How peaceful the little mother looks lying there. Coo, her voice is surely the sweetest sound the little one waiting to be born has ever heard. So soft and smooth and soothing. She makes me want to sing a lullaby, too. Why don't you sing us a lullaby to sleep tonight, Dovey?
This is WARM 88.5 FM. We'll be right back with more Christmas on the air. Okay, cut. Roll the Christmas music. Uh, now everybody listen up. You got about two minutes and about nine, nine seconds. So no more and no less. Uh, so don't wander off. Uh, Robert, uh, David, where's my triple shot latte? Oh, thank you. Anybody need a bottle of water? Ah, if I'm really lucky and I keep drinking enough water, I'm able to keep that donkey voice all the way through tomorrow night's program. Well, one thing for sure, no one can do a donkey quite as naturally as you, Rich. <laughs> and you have a great radio face. Hee-haw. <laughs> well, your voice sounds good so far. I'll be fine. But this is the last time I agree to do a radio drama at Christmas. Only one more shopping day. And where am I while the stores are open? Stuck at a radio station playing, well, let's just say it's not the most flattering character I've ever played. <laughs> Would you stop complaining? It's no wonder you're playing the part of the donkey the way you hee-haw around here all the time. As if you're the only one that has any shopping left to do. Steph, how about you? You got your presents all wrapped and ready to go? Actually, I haven't started. You haven't started? Girl, you better get the move on. It just looks like it's going to be a lean year at our house. Your dad still hasn't found a job? No. What a time of year to be out of work. I'm sorry he hasn't found something. How about your mom? Is she still cleaning houses to make yep. ends meet? <laughs> and she's glad it's Christmas time. Seems like everybody wants a house cleaning this week. She's so tired. She has three houses to clean today. Well, Steph, you don't know how much I appreciate your work around here at the radio station over the break. I know it's quite a sacrifice for you. Um, excuse me. Well, hello there. May we help you? Are you the radio actors? Yeah, that'd be yeah. us. Yeah. Then I have something for you. Well, we're just about ready to go back on the air. You reckon it's, uh, we could wait till after the break? Um, I think I could wait a bit. Radio actor. Never thought of myself as an actor, but I'm probably the only broadcast journalism major with experience in a radio drama. Yeah, you're a radio actress now. Should really help your job prospects to list Dove of Bethlehem on your resume. Might get your career off to a flying start. Hee-haw. Very funny. <laughs> All right, back to your places. Get to the right page now, and remember, this scene is supposed to be very close, like we're all crowded together. Okay, break's over. Get back into the position, people. Uh, now, listen, that first scene was pretty good, but you need more joy, you know, uh, Christmas spirit and all that kind of stuff, okay? All right, we're back on the air in five seconds. In five, four, three, two, one. We're on the air. Hit it. W-A-R-M 
This is WARM 88.5 FM, bringing you Christmas on the air. All you listeners out there on Radio Land, now let's return to the manger of Bethlehem, where it's everything is very, very quiet. Thank you. 
It's the middle of the night. I say, let's forget about the sound and go back to sleep. Well, maybe we should. But Dove said she was sure she heard a strange noise in the inner stall. It woke you up, right, Dove? Oh, the noise was so unusual. It sounded like no animal I've ever heard before. But you don't hear anything now? Maybe it will come again soon. Listen. Mm, nothing as far as I can hear. No, I don't hear it now either. Well, move over so I can hold my ear close. Back down, cow. Your place is at the bottom of the wooden gate between the boards. It may be tight, but we all have to share this space. I still say she didn't hear anything. Maybe so, maybe not. But it's pitch black in the inner stall. If we can't see anything, we just might as well settle back into our separate stalls. Ooh, there, there it is. A tiny little voice, so soft and low. Like no animal I've ever heard. Holding something, close like she's afraid she'll lose it. I thought you said they had nothing of value with them, donkey. It's the truth. They brought nothing with them. Well, they surely have something now. Will you look at that? There's a little hand. Fingers stretching up as if to reach for the star that shines so brightly through the window. Look at that tiny fingernails and those rosy rounded elbows of that little arm. Aw, she's bundled him up in some tufts of wool from me. I can't see the face. Dove, can you? No. She's holding the bundle too close to be seen. Maybe with the rising sun, we'll see the precious treasure. Donkey, why do they come to our stable on such a night as this, with a baby on the way? Well, they asked to stay in the inn, but there was no place for them. No place for such a little mother about to give birth? Oh, never understand humans. We're only barn creatures, but we all have a home when our young ones arrive. Say, friend, let's think upon what we just heard. Why do you think there was no room for Mary and Joseph? Was the innkeeper a hard man who cared nothing for weary families? I don't think so. I imagine he was someone just like you and me, a decent man. A busy man. It wasn't that he didn't care. He just didn't know. Why, if an angel had come and told him that God's only begotten son was to be born that night, would he have found a bed for them? I feel sure he would have. But he didn't know. 
This Christmas, may we be willing to help someone just as we would help Jesus if he were the one in need. Remember, we, wish, we worship Christ by reaching out to others in his name. is now reciting prophets told a baby Jesus now he's come to save and free us Satan's power will not defeat us go down Don't forget to tune in tomorrow night on Christmas Eve for the conclusion of Christmas on the Air. We close tonight's broadcast with a special number for all of you children out there on Radio Land.
This is WARM 88.5 FM. Tune in tomorrow night for the conclusion of Christmas on the air. Thanks for listening. Cut. Well, it could have been better. But, hey, this ain't Hollywood, obviously. Uh, so, you did all right, I guess. Um, so, now just make sure you're on time tomorrow night. Same time, same place. Merry Christmas. <laughs> you mean as in Scrooge? Don't mind him. You all did a super job. It couldn't have gone better. And I mean it. I can tell you how much I appreciate it. This broadcast really means a lot to you, doesn't it, Grandpa Miller? Well, it's been my annual ministry for 25 years, but I don't think the manager is all that excited about everything he's inherited. Well, I think it's much needed contrast to Santa Claus and Rudolph. Well, y'all, I'll see y'all tomorrow evening. I've got to make a Walmart run tonight. I'm going to hit the hay myself. That should be good for your career as a radio donkey. <laughs> Hee-haw. Good one for the bird brain. Oh, what? Wow. Hey, y'all, where was that, where'd that woman go that was here earlier? I guess she must have slipped out during the last scene. Okay by me. Gave me the creeps to have someone just show up off the street and ask if we're radio actors. I thought she was going to ask for a handout or something. I don't think so. She had the kindest eyes. Well, you know, I think she probably just stopped by to tell us that she appreciated our story and, and, and that, you know? Hey, y'all. Look at this. She left us something. <laughs> this one says she... <laughs> Oh, there's one for Cal, and there's one for Dove, and there's even one for Donkey. I'm not touching that thing. Could be booby trap. Oh, good time of day. It's just a Christmas card, although feels like it's something in it. I wonder what it is. Hmm. Joanne, why don't you open it? Check it out for us. Oh, you big chicken. I'll be brave. I'll open it up. I was just kidding. <laughs> yeah, right. Oh, y'all, look here. It says, wishing you and yours a blessed Christmas, just like the first one. This is a gift card to K Jewelers. It expires on Christmas Eve, though. Here, let me see that. No, you're not looking at mine. Huh, says the same thing. What? Oh, mine too. I guess that makes four of us. Wow. Do you think the gift cards are any good? Oh, yeah, they're good, all right. They're very good, professional. Don't you see? It's a sales gimmick. They send out someone who looks like some mysterious stranger to pull in business on the biggest shopping day of the year. Brilliant. You probably get a genuine imitation cubic zirconia, hee-haw. <laughs> well, you might be right, even though I hate to admit it. You might be right, but she didn't even stop by and talk to us. Of course I'm right. She's probably making the rounds every place on this side of the street while someone else hits the other side. Canvas the whole district so sales are up for Christmas. <laughs> well, who knows? It might be worth checking out.
But the downtown store is already closed tonight, right? Yeah, but it's always tomorrow. Well, you could tell me what I missed tomorrow night. I'm not wasting a trip. Well, you might be right. Parking is terrible this time of year. Which is why they have to resort to tactics like this. Cheap sales gimmick. You guys get some rest, and I'll see you back in the stable tomorrow night. Hee haw. <laughs> well, I gotta go too. Steph, do you bye. have a ride? No, thanks. Mom's picking me up. Okay, well, night everyone. Oh, wait a minute. I almost forgot my card here. Are you gonna give it a try? I don't know. But Steph, you know, you ought to. You know, you might even get 25% off of something. Have to be more than 25% to help me out. Good night, Joanne. Night, y'all. Night, see you. Bye. Well, y'all take care. Thanks again, Steph. Not a lot of college kids willing to get involved with a choral program over Christmas break. I loved hearing the kids sing. They really seem to get it, don't they? I mean, Christmas. I guess it, I guess it takes the faith of a little child to, to simply trust God, doesn't it? Well, Jesus said, whosoever shall not receive the kingdom of God as a little child shall in no wise enter therein. You're a walking Bible, Grandpa Miller. Glad I got to work with you. Well, the privilege is all mine, Steph. And we still have one more night to go. Wouldn't miss it. Now, you have your mystery gift card, don't you? Yeah, I got it. Like Joanne said, I don't have anything to lose. Well, good night. Aren't you going home? Yeah, I'm going in just a few minutes. The kids wanted me to listen to the new song they're working on with the ladies. Uh, I'll see you tomorrow night. Bye. All right. All right. All right, y'all, let's hear it. Simple dream.
Great job, folks. Well, I think I hear my bed calling for me. Everybody get a good night's rest, and I'll see you back here on Christmas Eve. Good night, you all. Christmas Eve. And the same to you. Are we all ready to gather around the manger? Well, the manger's all set up. All we need is a few more animals. Hey, you ever thought of bringing in real animals so the sound effects are genuine? Have you ever tried to cue in a, thought about cueing in a donkey? <laughs> On cue? <laughs> I see your point. Still, the really, realism would be something to hear. Yeah, it might be something to smell, too. <laughs> Hee-haw, bad idea. I visited the, the Yoder Dairy this fall. You ever gone there? No, but I grew up on a farm. Really? You have all those tubes and machines to milk your cows? Nope, just these magic fingers. Have you ever seen the farmer's handshake, right? Uh, Here, lace your fingers, turn them over. Turn them down. There you go. That's oh, yeah. That's the way it works. <laughs> you really did grow up in a barn, didn't you? <laughs> well, let's just say I visited the barn bird every morning, bright and early. Tough life, huh? No, not really. Only good memories. Tending cows and sheep and chickens, it's all part of God's provision. Stop everything. Hold on to your hats. Wait till you hear. Tell us now. Okay, well, I... <laughs> well, wait. Come on. Wait. No, stop. Did y'all go to the jewelers? Did you go to K Jewelers with your card? Completely forgot about it. I didn't go there either. Me either, and I could just die. Tell me, Steph. I just asked what the card was good for, and they said it really was a gift card with no limit to pick out whatever presents I wanted to buy. I thought, yeah, right. Wait till you hear, Rich. Wait, just wait, she's not even through. <laughs> so I started with a watch for my dad. I picked out a real nice one. I figured they'd say it was too much. And all I got was, you know, very nice choice, miss. What else would you like? Mm. Did you hear that, mm. Rich? Mm. A watch for her dad! So then I think about Jan, my sister. She's always wanted a strand of real pearls. So I pick out this really beautiful pearl necklace. Oh my. And the lady says, you have a really discerning eye, miss. Wow. Mm. Rich? Mm. Did you hear that? A real pearl necklace for her baby sister. You missed it. I missed it. How could you scream? And then my mom. I thought, if only I could get her a ruby ring. 
That's her birthstone. So I picked out this. You wouldn't believe the ring I picked out. It was worth, let's just say it was worth more than I spent on anything in my entire life. The lady says that my mother would be very pleased. Oh my goodness. You got her a ruby ring? And when I asked if they knew who purchased the gift card, they said the party has asked to remain anonymous. So I walked out of there with three gifts, all wrapped in complimentary wrapping. Would you guess what the total was? What? It was over three thousand dollars. <laughs> three thousand dollars? It's like a miracle. I mean, the one year my family is so broke that we don't think there's going to be any Christmas presents, and now this. Face okay. it. Okay. Okay. We blew Did it. I blew it. Mm, this is really weird. <laughs> An opportunity of a lifetime, and we blew it. <laughs> and here, you know what? You know what I was doing? Getting stocking stuffers at the dollar store. <laughs> <laughs> oh my, what a Christmas story. This will make for years to come. I'm so happy it was you who got to go, Steph. But we're not far from maritime, folks, so we'll have to talk about this a little bit later, if that's okay. I'm sorry, guys. I wish there had been time to let you all know, too. Yeah? Well, just so you all know, the donkey will be really grumpy tonight. <laughs> Hee-haw! <coughs> Dead out for the sheep! You know, pizzazz, okay? Or, or else, all right? All right, in five, four, three, two, one. We're on the air, hit it! This is WARM 88.5 FM, bringing you Christmas on the air. Move over, donkey, and let me see the shepherds. Well, you can look for yourself, but you won't see them. They already left, and not too soon for me. They were so timid, you could hardly hear what they said. Back to the hills to care for their flock. But they were so happy. Did you see their eyes? Just imagine what they saw last night. Angels filling the sky with shining light. And what they heard, glorious tones of angelic voices crying out, glory to God in the highest. Mm. And what else did I say? Who, peace on earth, goodwill towards men. Then back to the sky they went. But why did they come to shepherds, of all people? Back off those shepherds, cow. No, I'm only, I mean that they, well, they aren't the famous or the wealthy. They're just simple folk who love and care for their flock. Why would God announce the birth of his son to them? Yes, who? I still say 
It doesn't make any sense at all. The king of kings makes his grand entrance to earth in a humble manger, surrounded by lowly animals and simple shepherds. Who could imagine such a thing? Yes, who could imagine? I wish I could have given something to that family, for the Son of God, who was born so poor. Yeah, but what would you have to give? Well, I was going to give him some hay, but he doesn't have any teeth yet, nothing to chew it with. Hee-haw, don't worry. His mother's making sure he won't go hungry. But I sure am starved. Could I have some of that hay? <laughs> Stop thinking of your stomach, donkey. Cal, don't you realize the gift you've already given the baby? Hmm, a gift for the baby? 
Really? Whose feed trough is he lying in? Well, that'd be mine. You gave up your manger so he could have a cradle. I did, didn't I? He slept his first nights in my manger. And how about you? What about me? I didn't give up anything for the baby. I wish I had. Cool, but you did, Sheep. What did I give him? You saw what they wrapped the baby in to keep him warm. Cool. Well, that was just tufts of wool left over from the sharing. No sacrifice. But it came from you, and it kept him from shivering in the night. It did help to pad his swaddling clothes in that rough manger. Coo, I'm the only one who gave nothing. Mmm, you're forgetting the lullaby you sang so beautifully for him. But that was just cooing. I do that every morning. Yeah, but it sounded so smooth and soothing in the middle of the night. I guess it was a strange time to sing. Well, in case anyone cares to notice, I gave the baby something too. You? Yeah. What did you give, Donkey? He never would have made it to Bethlehem if his mother had to walk. Gifts cost so little. You gave something that cost you more than a manger, or a song, or even tufts of wool. Really? Cool. It's what any of God's creatures can give him. Me? What was my gift? Obedience. Cool. If you hadn't been willing to walk where you were told, they never would have made it to Bethlehem. If I gave. The costliest gift of all. I'm the greatest giver here. <laughs> Hee-haw. Mmm, donkey. Obedience you have. The next thing we're going to work on is humility. <laughs> well, friends... We'll leave the lowly stable of Bethlehem now and journey back to our own town for a final word this Christmas Eve. Our story this work has been about the simple truth that God is the one who gave the greatest gift that was ever given. But very few seemed to notice that gift, and many folks were just too busy to care. So I came up with this crazy idea for a little experiment on my own. I figured out a way to give three people I care for a very special Christmas gift. Each one of them received a gift card from a local jewelry store, but there was one catch. It had to be used by Christmas Eve, and I didn't tell them it was from me. Now I'm going to ask Rich, who played Donkey, and Joanne, who played the sheep, to please answer some questions. Okay, so Joanne, could you tell the listeners why you didn't go by the jewelry store? You, you, you gave that to us? I, I don't even know what to say. I, I'm, I was just too busy. Well, could you tell us how you feel, felt when you realized you'd missed out on what would have been such a wonderful joy? Oh, I'm pretty upset with myself. How about you, Rich? Can you tell me what you feel? Me? 
Well, uh, uh, well, I guess I just didn't believe it. Too skeptical, I guess. Dear listener, you ask, why did they miss out? They just didn't know how much the gift was worth. It seemed too good to be true. We live in an age when people have grown so busy with the gift buying, while others have grown so skeptical that the simplest truth of Christmas is lost on them. It seems too good to be true. Jesus came because he loves you. He loved you so much that he died on the cross for your sins. And he wants you to be with him in heaven for eternity. Will you have the faith of a little child? Will you say, come into my heart and save me, Jesus? I turn from my sin and self to live for you because your gift of love to me. Friend, if you will pray a prayer like that in your heart, you'll experience the true joy of Christmas for the first time, and you can worship Jesus just like Mary did that first night so long, long ago.
This is WARM 88.5 FM. We'll be right back with for the conclusion of Christmas on the air. Okay, you all can go ahead and slip out. There's not much more to do here tonight. I I can't accept these gifts, Grandpa. They're they're too much. No, they're not, Steph. They're just enough to say how much I appreciate your sacrificing to help out with the radio drama especially with the need of your family faces this year. Joanne, Rick, I have some good news and I have some bad news. The good news is that you still have the $50 that you can use after Christmas. The bad news is you had to use the unlimited before Christmas Eve. That's very kind of you, Grandpa, but you, you don't have to do that. Yeah, I was a jerk who didn't. Well, who missed out? But I do have a question. Who was that strange-looking woman who brought the cards? <laughs> That's my woman. That's my wife. <laughs> I have to tell her she looks strange to you. Oops. Sorry. <laughs> I got to hand it to you, Grandpa. I've never been so surprised in all of my life, but thank you for an unforgettable lesson in faith. Yeah, and thanks for, for well, everything. I'll never forget it either. You're welcome. I couldn't have asked for a better cast for this year's radio program. Only one problem. What's that? Now I really do feel like a donkey. Hee-haw. <laughs> and I followed you, dumb as a sheep. Well, on that note, I think I'll fly to my roost with the most generous presents I have ever received. Thank you, Grandpa. Merry Christmas. Merry, Merry Christmas. Christmas. This is WARM 88.5 FM, and now for the conclusion of Christmas on the Air. tell you what, they did a tremendous job and um, presented a tremendous message. Boy, I believe oftentimes there are many people who miss the gift of Christmas because they're too busy and off at Dollar Tree buying stock and stuffers. 
or they're too skeptical. How could it be? How could it be? Christ sent his son, a gift to the world, and all you have to do is accept it. Boy, I tell you what, they did a phenomenal job and appreciate all the work and practice that has went into this uh, program. Uh, several choir members uh, ended up being sick, and they just carried on without them. And boy, that always leaves a hole when you've been practicing with somebody, and suddenly they're not here. And so, uh, boy, they did a great job. And then what about those kiddos? Boy, I'm telling you what. <clears throat> Did an amazing job. Matter of fact, kiddos, I've got a little something for you here. Uh, since y'all did such a good job, <clears throat> let's see here what I've got for you. Give this to each of you. Now, you do have to ask your mom and dad when you can eat it, okay? I'm not responsible for that, but uh, thank y'all. Y'all did a great job. Uh, go ahead and get you a candy cane, too, and then I'll go back down the line. There we go. All right, all right. Boy, y'all did a tremendous job. Thank you, young people, for your part in the program. I said to someone last night, I said, if that don't pull on your heartstrings, you need to get your heartstrings checked. There's something, something wrong there. But uh, anyway, and also we have a, a thank you here uh, for some uh, folks that uh, put a little extra into the program. First, we want to thank our choir directors uh, for the work that they put into it. And so Miss Jen Lundy is our choir director. Where did she go. Here she is. Miss Jen, here's a card. We just want to thank you for your work in this program and putting it together. And then if you were here Sunday night, this past Sunday night, we had our children's program and Miss Bonnie Snyder is over the children's choir. Miss Bonnie, we want to recognize you and thank you for the work you put into your program. If you missed Sunday night's program, I believe you can find it on YouTube. You should go look that up and watch it. Boy, the kids did a tremendous job. And then Miss Debbie over here, she had to play the piano for both programs. And so we want to thank Miss Debbie uh, for learning the songs and taking the time to put those, uh, get, get her fingers all over those keys. Boy, she does a tremendous job. And we thank Miss Debbie for all of her work. It's been wonderful having each of you. We thank you for coming out. And as I said, as you leave, there'll be a gentleman at each door. Uh, they'll be glad to give you a bag of candy. Uh, got some goodies you can eat on the way home, and uh, don't no guilt. It's guilt-free. Now, I can't tell you that it's calorie-free, but you can eat it guilt-free and enjoy that on the way home. Let's go to the Lord in a word of prayer. Father. Lord, we thank you for this day. Lord, we thank you for this program. I thank you, Lord, for people who are willing, Lord, to, to use their gifts, to use their talents to glorify you. And, Father, I thank you for it. I pray, dear Lord, that you will take this message that's been presented in the program tonight. And, Lord, you will use it as a reminder to us, uh, Lord, of the value of who you are and why you came. Lord, if there's someone here with us this evening that's never accepted you as Savior, Father, I pray, Lord, that they'll put aside the skepticism, they'll slow down from their busyness, and Lord, during this Christmas season, they will take time, Lord, to look to you for salvation. Thank you, Lord, for your goodness. Be with us as we go our different ways home. We'll praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you. you all